Coming up, Johnny Gaudreau returns to Calgary, but the Flames spoil the party. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts joining us every night to go over the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Johnny Hockey back in town to face his old team last night. While Gaudreau did get two assists in the game, Columbus would leave town defeated after falling in overtime. Locked On Blue Jackets and Locked On Flames have the details for us postgame. Jonas Corposalo tries his best, but the Blue Jackets fall in overtime to the Calgary Flames. Jay Foster, Locked On Blue Jackets here. A pretty good night for the Blue Jackets stars, but ultimately they can't get it done. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau has two points. Patrick Liner has three. Boom Jenner gets a goal. Corposalo makes a season-high number of saves. He, He deserved this win. He deserved this win more than anyone else. But honestly, if you're going to get a point from the Calgary Flames, like you take that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the game, about Johnny Gaudreau's homecoming, and uh, about the goaltending on tomorrow's Locked on Blue Jackets, available wherever you get your podcasts, also over on YouTube. Make sure you stay locked on. In true Calgary Flames fashion, nothing is ever done the simple way or in regulation. Hello everyone and I'm Jess Belmosto from Lockdown Flames and tonight was Johnny Gaudreau's homecoming for uh, the first time since free agency and it was the Settle Dome was filled with booze and unfortunately for Johnny and the Blue Jackets it was a loss but it was a fantastic performance from the Calgary Flames with some worries some injuries as well Chris Tanev went down the tunnel in the first period and never returned and it's believed that it is his same shoulder that he hurt last year so we are going to have to keep an eye on that as well but in brighter news, uh, Nazem Kadri scored, Walker Dewar scored, uh, Andrew Mangiapane, and of course, Dylan Dubé with the overtime winner. Confidence per 60 for Dylan Dubé is off the charts. So we look forward to seeing that continue to blossom this season here on Lockdown Flames. Two goals and two assists from William Nylander helped Toronto get the win over the Islanders last night. Locked on Islanders and Locked on Maple Leafs are here to give us a breakdown from both sides. Defense lets the Islanders down. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Isles fall in Toronto to the Maple Leafs by a final score of 5-2. to two. Too many defensive breakdowns in this game. Four of the five goals came on either breakaways, partial breakaways, or odd man rushes. Islanders defense just out of position too often, and there was nothing Ilya Sorokin could do about it. After a good first period, the Islanders just fell apart and 20 good solid minutes is not going to get it done against a deep and talented offensive team like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Islanders continue to find more ways to lose games and time is running out to try to get things back on track. For more, listen to or watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. After a tough start in the first period, the Toronto Maple Leafs made some moves 
and the shuffling worked as the offense picked things up and earned a 5-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Dave Moore City here from the Locked On Lease podcast. Sheldon Keith decided to shake up his top six, moving Will Nylander with John Tavares and reuniting Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, and it was exactly what the doctor ordered for this offense as Will Nylander had four points in the second period to help the Leafs earn the victory over the New York Islanders who continue their struggles on the season. Elias Samsonov was great in this one as he continues to remain perfect in regulation at Scotiabank Arena. We'll break down all that on this edition of Locked on Leafs podcast and a potential player on the Islanders that Toronto could be looking to add ahead of the trade deadline. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. We got some bonus hockey in Dallas, but only about a minute's worth before a goal from Owen Power ended things. Locked On Stars walks us through that win over Buffalo. The Dallas Stars' overtime woes continue in the 22-23 season. Hey, everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast. And the Stars drop a game at home to the Buffalo Sabres in overtime. So... They do earn a point, but you kind of have this feeling left over that they very well uh, could have come away from this matchup with two points. And it seemed like they might be on their way to doing so in the first period. They score a power play goal less than two minutes into the game. Rope hints officially uh, making his return to the lineup, picking up an assist on the Jamie Benn goal. And the Stars were just peppering Craig Anderson with shot after shot after shot. Almost all of them grade A high-quality scoring chances. And you just have to give credit where credit is due to Anderson for making some outstanding saves against the Stars early, keeping them in the contest. And even despite that, the Sabres did not have the most effective first period up until about halfway where they finally did score a goal on only their second shot of the game. And then really from there, they started to take a little bit of the momentum and the Stars took a little bit of it back in the third. They get a goal from Jason Robertson to tie it. Again, they get a point, so this game isn't a complete loss, but the Stars won the special teams battle. They were dominant in the faceoff circle. They just continue to not really be an effective team past 60 minutes. And while I don't think it's necessarily too concerning for the long-term future of this season, That's a lot of points left on the table from the Stars this season. I believe this is now the eighth overtime and or shootout loss from the Dallas Stars this season. And it makes you thankful that in the postseason, overtime is determined by five on five until somebody scores, which I think is much better uh, for this specific Dallas Stars team. I think they can thrive in that situation much more than they can in a three on three and or shootout scenario, despite having some pretty good skill pieces to uh, match that demand in the three on three. But we will continue to talk about this game against the Sabres on Tuesday's episode of Locked on Stars. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at. A huge offensive effort from the Rangers made easy work in Florida on Monday night. Locked on Rangers and Locked on Panthers have more from the winning and losing sides. The new line combinations click for the New York Rangers in a 6-2 win over the visiting Florida Panthers. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers and the Rangers uh, mixing and matching, shuffling the deck a little bit as they've done uh, more times than we can even begin to count so far this season. It feels like they've pretty much used every combination of uh, forwards that they they could possibly use, guys moving up and down and all over the lineup. But it was nice to see the new look lines, uh, you know, all contribute in this one. All three of the Ranger top lines came through with some offense. You've got the top line of uh, Panarin and Mika and Kreider, so they kind of stack 
stack that top line. We get another kid line reunion as the second line, and even the third line producing some offense, giving some uh, blue-collar shifts, uh, Trocek, VZ, and Goodrow, and also coming through with a goal there. So nice to see contributions up and down, and for one night at least, uh, the new line combinations uh, really, really clicked for the Rangers. We'll be talking about all that, as well as Igor Shesterkin nearly scoring an empty net goal on the next episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Do not miss it. The Florida Panthers were not very opportunistic, unlike their opposition on Monday night. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers lose to the New York Rangers by a final score of 6-2 to two at Madison Square Garden. And this game really started with a, a couple of mistakes, which Gus Forsling misses a poke check on Adam Fox and takes it by himself. Nick Cousins takes a dumb penalty where... The Rangers convert on the power play by Mika's advantage, and now he has four goals against the Panthers in two games this season. And the New York Rangers were in their very little opportunities crashing the net. They were able to get to Alex Lyon as well. The Rangers were forcing the Panthers to take perimeter shots, not a lot of sustained pressure, uh, and not letting the Panthers generate enough speed through the neutral zone as well. And the New York Rangers just had the goaltending advantage on this one. When when the Panthers were not generating enough chances up front, Igor was consistently there to make saves. And that he, there's a reason why he's the Vesna Trophy winner from last season. And it didn't help for the Florida Panthers that they lost Sam Bennett in this game. He came back... Uh, in the middle of the second period, but just couldn't give it a go the rest of the way. So we'll update you on that. So listen to my recap of this 6-2 to loss for the Florida Panthers against the New York Rangers. Make sure to listen to my next episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where I'll be doing a crossover edition of the show with the host of Locked On New York Rangers, John Chick. Your team, every day. A huge offensive effort out of the Rangers made easy work of Florida on Monday night. Locked on Rangers and Locked on Panthers have more from the winning and losing sides.